so in the past week, I had to do a lot more meditations because I was starting to feel the fear, panic, and anxiety from this coronavirus pandemic because I received news from my family who all live in New York. I live in California on the West Coast and all of my family lives in New York on the East Coast. They reported to me that every three days, the coronavirus infection has been doubling. And now New York City has more than 50% of the total infections in the US more than 50% of the total infections in the US is concentrated in New York City. And so all of a sudden, when I heard that news from my family, I panicked because I was thinking about my 90 year old mother. Well, my mother is going to be 90 years old this December. I was thinking about a family member who has an underlying health condition. I was thinking about my brother who had to shut his business down in Manhattan. He has his business in Midtown Manhattan and he had to completely shut it down. And we don't know when he's going to be able to open that business and how he's going to pay his rent and how he's going to pay his employee. We don't know any of this. So. When I heard this news from my family, because I really haven't been watching news, I've been avoiding it. I had this rush of fear, panic, and anxiety. And so I realized that as I was having this emotion, you know, I started feeling things in my body, in my gut, in my head. I started feeling some tension, that resistant energy. And I realized that I had to manage this fear before it got too big, before the fear momentum became larger, that I had to really take control of this negative emotion. Because for many reasons, as I said in my last week's video, that fear number one, that negative emotion lowers the immune system. And this is a time where we need our immune system to be high, right? In order to have any chance of, uh, healing the virus, we have to have a high immune system. So that's number one. Number two is that when we're in the state of fear, when I'm in the state of fear, I feel completely debilitated. Like I feel frozen. I can't do anything. I don't know what to do because my mind is so cluttered. It's got so much stuff going on in here. There's no space for clarity, for focus for solutions to come in. So when we're in a state of fear and we've got to solve a problem because we have this big problem right now of this pandemic, well, there's a solution here. But when we're in a state of fear, panic, and anxiety, our, if our energy is so focused on the problem in the fear, then we have no space in our mind for the solution to come in. Because for every problem, there's a solution, but in that state of anxiety and fear, we can't receive the solution. We do not have the clarity, the focus for the solution to come in and then take subsequent action. And as Deepak Chopra so beautifully said, our emotions are more contagious than the virus. Our emotions are more contagious than the virus because <clears throat> The virus can only infect you when you are physically present 
with a person or with a surface that has the virus, right? There's a physical component to the virus. So if you're not present with somebody who's infected, then you can't get the virus. You have to be physically present in order to be infected. But what happens with emotions? What happens if you receive bad news from media, right? That is spreading all over the world, that news. You know, right now we've got news 24 seven about this pandemic and you don't have to be there to receive the news because the news is being received online, broadcast, internet, web, it's everywhere. So that news is people absorbing this bad news and it's really affecting our emotions, right? So what is fear? Fear is really just a thought that you're projecting in the future. Fear has nothing to do with really the truth of who we are. We are a non-physical, pure, positive energy of God and love. And fear is just a thought that you're projecting into an unknown future with the most bad scenario. So for instance, when I received the news from my family about the rise in the pandemic in New York City, where did my thought go to? My thought went straight to the worst case scenario. My thought could have gone to the best case scenario, but it went to the worst case scenario that, oh, somebody in my family is going to get infected with the virus and somebody is going to die. Whereas I could have easily gone to the best case scenario saying that, you know what? My family is going to be fine. They're safe. They're self quarantined. They're taking all the measures to protect themselves. I could have gone to that scenario. So fear is just a thought that we keep repeating in our heads, in our minds that has nothing to do with what's happening right here, right now, this present moment, the power of now. It's just a projection of the worst case scenario in the future. It's just the thought that we're repeating in our minds, but that future could be in any direction. And so this is why fear is so contagious. This is why emotions are more contagious than the virus. And we have to be able to manage this fear in order for us to uh, solve any problems having to do with this pandemic. You know, because we've got big problems. We've got healthcare problems. We've got the economy problems. We've got financial security problems, right? But as we uh, harbor this fear, we can't find those solutions. So fear is one of the least powerful state of being. We have to place our mental and emotional space in a place of equanimity of some sort of peace and serenity. And I think equanimity is the best word to use. Just have a certain sense of calmness and balance in order for us to be able to deescalate this pandemic. So this week when I had that rush of fear, anxiety, and panic just kind of overcome me, I took out my favorite book on fear by Pema Chodron called the places that scare you, the places that scare you. And I bought this book many, many years ago 
because you know I really wanted to manage fear realize that fear was a very disempowering negative energy in my life and so I read this book many years ago but then I reread this book this week to help me manage fear and one of the most beautiful things in this book that Pema Chodron talks about is bodhicitta and so bodhicitta means awakened or enlightened mind or heart bodhi means awakened or enlightened chitta means heart or the mind so it's the awakened mind and every single one of us in the deepest part of us even the people that we think are evil has bodhicitta within each one of us it's the most deepest part of us that is the most vulnerable that has that pure love that has compassion for others and for ourselves and so the practice of bodhicitta is to tap into that deepest part of ourselves and have unconditional compassion for ourselves because when we have that unconditional compassion for ourselves we open up a part of ourselves that we start to put a crack into the truth of who we are which is that pure positive love energy it the bodhicitta practice opens a crack in us that allows us to access that pure positive energy of love the truth of who we are and so as we keep practicing this bodhicitta this awakened mind and have this unconditional compassion for ourselves because we're so hard on ourselves i always say each one of us is our own worst enemy each one of us is our own worst enemy as we make this crack and open up that bodhicitta within ourselves what's happening is is that when fear becomes present in our lives when we experience fear in our lives we just become present with it we have like this direct experience with fear this is fear and we're just here with fear we're not judging it we're just observing it and we're having even compassion for this fear and as we have more and more compassion for fear as we practice bodhicitta the fear starts to dissipate it starts to alleviate we start to relieve the fear so as we cultivate and nurture this practice of bodhicitta within ourselves we awaken our minds and hearts bodhicitta awaken the heart and mind to the higher learning of fear that fear is a necessary part and parcel of our spiritual expansion and growth because without fear we can never learn courage without fear we can never learn compassion without fear we can never learn love so fear is on the yin spectrum and love is on the yang spectrum we can't have the yin without the yang so 
as we keep nurturing this practice, we realize that fear has a really wonderful purpose in our life. The higher learning is that we need fear in order to truly open the bodhicitta within us, in order to open the unconditional love, the unconditional compassion that we truly are. So fear becomes our greatest teacher. Fear becomes our greatest classroom. Fear becomes our greatest lesson in understanding the true nature of our being and existence, which is really unconditional love. So how do we nurture, cultivate, and practice bodhicitta when fear arises? And you know, when you get that sensation and feeling of fear, it manifests in your body. It has a physical manifestation. All emotions have a physical manifestation. And so for some of you, the fear physical manifestation might be the tightening of your chest. You feel this tightening or it might be a tightening of your mind. You might have a headache or you might feel the tightening in your gut or you might feel the tightening in your shoulder because fear will have a negative physical manifestations. So what I suggest is when fear arises, you stop everything. You stop whatever you're doing, you stop, except if you're driving, if you're driving on the freeway, then that's the only time that you can't stop, but you stop everything and you just close your eyes and go into a meditation, go into a meditation, close your eyes and just observe where that fear is manifesting in your body. Just do a full scan of your body and you will know where that fear is physically manifesting. If it's manifesting in your chest, like if you have like a tightness of a chest, just breathe into it. Focus on your breath and breathe into that chest. Allow the breath to flow into that chest. Allow that prana energy to just flow into that tightness of that chest. And just observe. Do not judge the tightness in your chest. Do not judge. You just want to observe it. And just by having that direct experience with that tightness of that chest, that direct experience is compassion, is love. That's what it is. As you just keep observing it without judgment, you're giving your chest unconditional love and compassion, the basis for bodhicitta. And because your body has such infinite wisdom, infinite intelligence, right? It must have it. Otherwise the body cannot run as it runs 24 seven, seven days a week. This body has infinite wisdom, infinite intelligence. In its infinite wisdom, as you just keep observing it with that unconditional compassion, unconditional love, the body knows how to resolve itself. The body knows how to heal and let go of that fear. Just let go of that fear. Your job is not to heal the body. 
Your job is to give it the right information. That's your job. And the information is, I am present with you, fear. I do not judge you. You are my greatest teacher in allowing me to learn about love, learn about unconditional compassion, learn about unconditional um, love for myself and everyone on this planet. And that's the message that you're giving to fear. And as you give that message to fear of that bodhicitta, compassion for yourself, that is when the body in its infinite wisdom will release that fear. And this meditation could be like only 10 minutes, even five minutes. And the more you keep practicing this, the better you'll get at it and the faster you'll be able to relieve that fear. And so you could do this meditation over and over and over again, as much as you need. So during this time, if you feel more panic, do the meditation more and more, because once you relieve that fear, then you're going to now be in the right mental and emotional space to be able to take proactive action and behavior, right? Because again, that fear is so debilitating that you can't do anything. And any decisions that you make under the fear negative energy will be the wrong decision. So we have to release or have some balance and equanimity with fear before we could take any further action in our lives. So this bodhicitta practice becomes so powerful in helping us to relieve the fear. Because in bodhicitta, we have unconditional compassion for ourselves. So as we have this unconditional compassion for ourselves, when hard situations arise in our life, like this pandemic, and fear arises, we have this uh, space where we hold that is still vulnerable, that still can feel love and show love. It's that unconditional, compassionate place. And as you keep nurturing and cultivating that unconditional compassion for yourself, the fear starts to dissipate. It starts to alleviate. And so this practice of bodhicitta, that unconditional compassion for yourself, going more and more deeper into that bodhicitta state that each of us holds, becomes such a powerful practice to manage and alleviate our fear. And so fear becomes our greatest teacher in awakening that bodhicitta in each and every one of us, that space of absolute vulnerability, of unconditional love, unconditional compassion for ourselves and our fellow humans. So make fear your friend as opposed to your enemy. And if you have a story experience about fear in your life that you have used to awaken your own spiritual growth and expansion, please share it because your feedback, comments, stories, suggestions, and experiences really help me and my community at large. And if you like this video, please make sure to share it and subscribe to my channel. And if you want to visit all of my spiritual and holistic living tips, just go to my website at yinyangliving.com. Thank you. Namaste.